The COVID-19 pandemic continues as we continue into the holiday season. On this episode, hear the latest on disease transmission and the importance of getting vaccinated. Whether you live in or just love Johnson County, Kansas, JOCO On The Go has everything Johnson County. Here's what's happening and what's coming up in the community you call home. Thanks for joining us for JOCO On The Go. I'm your host, Teresa Frieda, Johnson County resident and employee of Johnson County government. Although we haven't been talking about the pandemic lately on the podcast, make no mistake, plenty of work has been happening to stop the spread of COVID-19 in Johnson County. Here with an update on disease transmission and safety precautions is Johnson County Department of Health and Environment Director, Dr. Sami Ariola. Thanks for being here. Thank you, Teresa. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, first off, you know, big question is just what are we seeing in terms of what's happening with COVID-19 in Johnson County? The uh, key thing for, for our residents to be aware of is that um, um, the activities is very high in the county right now. And those are easily seen in our, in our numbers. If you look at the dashboard, uh, there are two key metrics that we talk about all the time. Uh, one is uh, incidence rate. Just a few weeks ago, as recent as uh, four weeks ago, the number was around 90, slightly uh, under 90 uh, per 100,000 residents. Right now, the number is at 340 per 100,000 residents. Positivity rate is at 11%. At that same period, it was uh, around 5%, even dropping below 5%. So again, when you keep in mind that we're not uh, catching all of the infections, uh, the numbers that we're providing to you, especially the incidence rate, are uh, the cases that we know about. There are people that choose to get tested. Uh, testing numbers have been down also. Again, so if you really have a robot testing and you're catching all of the numbers, uh, the number, uh, what, what we are presenting to you, at least for incidence rate will be higher. It does again underscore that the virus is here, still actually driven by the Delta variant here, and uh, underscores the need for our residents to continue to uh, be very careful and take uh, important steps uh, to, to protect themselves. And uh, those steps we've talked about, none right now is bigger than getting vaccinated, getting your booster shots. We know that that boosts your immune response and protects you against the Delta variant. But you also have had about the Omicron variant, which is a variant of, uh, of concern. Uh, data that's coming out uh, from other parts of the world is showing that with the booster shots, the ability of that variant to circumvent uh, immune response is uh, greatly reduced. Get your booster shots, uh, wear masks. All of those messages uh, are very important right now. So uh, another important question is to, to what are we attributing the, the recent increase in cases? Is that associated with the, the previous holiday or something else? T typically increases are a, uh, a, a function of several factors. The fact that we have um, a variant that's circulating that's highly infectious um, the holidays, uh, every time that you have more people gather together, we had um, uh, Thanksgiving right um, after, um, after other celebrations. 
and uh, people got together, and rightly so, rightly so. Uh, uh, this has been going on for, for, for a long time. And because we have more tools now, especially the, the, the uh, uh, getting people vaccinated, if one, if you do that the right way, um, where you are gathering together with others that are vaccinated, uh, wearing masks as appropriate, avoiding crowded in, uh, indoor environments, those are good things. But yes, all of those, uh, the more people uh, gather together. And if you walk around the city, the cities here, you see that uh, compliance with the wearing mask is not very high. So all of those are, are contributing factors. And um, again, to be clear, uh, when Omicron become more widespread here, uh, if, it's, uh, if it turns out to that what we currently know holds true, in terms of being more infectious than Delta, all of those factors become even more important uh, for our residents to take into consideration. And so the cases that we are seeing, are these predominantly people who are not vaccinated or are some of these breakthrough cases of people who've been vaccinated and maybe even also received boosters? A lot of the uh, cases are driven by those that are uh, unvaccinated. Um, I check with the hospitals on a regular basis, and, and the picture is, is, is very clear. A lot of those that are hospitalized, that are in ICUs, are largely unvaccinated. Um, yeah, we do have some breakthrough infections, uh, but if, when you're vaccinated, the risk of uh, more serious consequences are very low. And uh, when you have a high level of vaccination as we do, even when the percentage of breakthrough infections are low, it will appear that it is a lot more than, than, um, than it is. Um, so yeah, we do, the, this is driven largely by those that are unvaccinated. Uh, again, the recommendation remains the same, that even for those of us that are vaccinated, we need to get our booster shots. It provides an uh, even greater level of risk of uh, protection and wear masks as often as, as, you, as you can, especially in the indoor environment. Uh, for those that are not vaccinated yet, we continue to urge you to get vaccinated. And uh, we're making a progress vaccinating our five to 11 year olds right now. And we uh, uh, are doing a lot more to make sure that we get the vaccines into their arms, which is why we have um, added a few events coming in the next uh, couple of weeks. Um, on December 21 and December 28, we're going to open up a vaccine clinics. That's in addition to our regular uh, Monday through Thursday clinic. And this will be for five to 11 year olds. The, it will, the hours will be from 8 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. at our Sunset Drive office building. And that's on 11811 South uh, Sunset Drive in Oletha here, the zip code is 66061. Uh, between those hours, 11 a, uh, 8 a.m. and 11.30 a.m., you can bring your uh, child in. You don't need an appointment. Uh, there's a form that you can fill that you will make your appointment quicker, but you do not need an appointment. You can come in. And if you are not able to make those two dates, uh, uh, on, the, on, on those days, we still have a regular Tuesday uh, clinics from 1 to 7 p.m. at the Northeast uh, office in Misha. And so we continue to uh, just provide additional opportunities uh, for children to, 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 to get vaccinated, be protected, and 
and be in school um, as safe as, uh, as they possibly can be. And we're seeing, you know, some some trends in schools lately where kids are getting COVID. They might also, you know, have flu or, you know, other things that are happening too. But I mean, that really does interrupt the the school session. And I know we'll be on break here shortly. But um, what message do you have for for parents about the safety of the vaccine? If if they're considering, they're on the fence. Maybe they're waiting to see if there's more information available at some point. The, the vaccines uh, have been uh, tested before they came into the market. But I'll tell you what's even more convincing is that we're, we've given hundreds of millions of these vaccines across the world. And the safety and the efficacy continued to be proven. And so I, I don't have a recollection of giving this many shots across the world in such a short period of time, providing just a, a, a rich, rich uh, uh, a library of data that we were able to look into and, um, and, and, uh, uh, and confirm uh, efficacy and, and, uh, and, uh, and safety. Uh, but we, I continue to tell people, look, you take your child to uh, your pediatrician anyway for the other vaccines. If you have questions, it is okay to have questions. It is normal to have questions. Um, I think uh, by far the best thing though is to make sure that we are seeking answers to those questions from reputable sources, from our doctors who we have trusted with the care of our child for, for several, several years, even before they were born, we were going to the doctors. And so those are the uh, people that we need to direct our, our, our questions to. And uh, they will advise you appropriately, uh, answer your questions. Um, uh, and the reason that's important is uh, it's tough as a private citizen to sift through uh, the horde of misinformation that's out there, uh, reasonings that may appear to be uh, um, to make sense uh, when in reality it does not reflect uh, what we know in terms of the science and data from the safety and uh, efficacy of, of the vaccine. All right, I know a lot of parents, um, you know, are carefully weighing the information that they're, they're getting and talking to their parents about their experiences and things like that. And so those sorts of discussions, you of course encourage, but we wanna refer people back to those official sources, like you said. So Johnson County Department of Health and Environment, the Kansas Department of Health and Environment, CDC and FDA, those are all really good sources uh, and they do tons of research on these. So I think, you know, it's important for people to, to know where to go to get that, that great information. I think another important thing for, for parents to know who are considering getting their children vaccinated is just um, how accommodating, like for example, the, the health department is in making sure the kids are comfortable, um, they're reassured in getting their shots. And so I think um, that might be something else to, to share, even with the, the upcoming vaccine clinic. This is not a, a mass vaccine clinic where kids are going to be, you know, shuffled through to get poked in the arm and then you know, rushed off. This is a situation where if, if people need a little extra time, you know, to help their kids feel comfortable, then that, that's also being done. Is that right? And I, and I think that's, uh, thank you. That's a, an excellent point to bring up is our nurses uh, here have been given these shots. It's what they do every day to, uh, to uh, younger uh, 
residents. They know how to handle them. They give them the appropriate time and attention that they need. You know, some children come in, get the shot, go away. Others require a little bit more attention. We are prepared for that. It is, uh, our nurses are trained and highly experienced in dealing with all of these variables there. So no, it's not uh, like the mass vaccination clinic for adults where we were giving out thousands every day. That's not, this is designed to provide the attention needed for each of the kids to make them comfortable and get them vaccinated. And so, yeah, that's a, that's a very good point to, to, to stress that um, um, just like when you go to your doctor's office, you get the attention that's very similar. Sometimes um, yeah, we need to take uh, the children to a place where they can relax. We have all those uh, as part of the plans to ensure that um, it's a good experience for the children as much as possible. And I think another important point is, you know, we continue into the school year. Nobody wants to have to send their kids to school in a mask. And, and you know, it, it's tough for people to manage that physical distancing as well. But the, the goal that we all have is to get to a point where we don't have to do that. And really, we're going to get there only if we follow the safety precautions now and get, get everybody vaccinated. Is that right? Our goal continues to be to return to life as we as we knew it as normal as we possibly can i put on mask i don't necessarily like wearing mask i love to be able to talk and to be free but we uh, sometimes we have to do uh, the right thing it's these are uh, not um these are unusual times we've got a virus that's circulating and uh, i am acknowledging the discomfort that comes from that a school environment, though, though I would again emphasize that because of the mitigation processes that we have in place, especially wearing masks, we have been able to keep our children in school. We were able to do that last year. We've been able to do that this year in person because we quickly identify cases through testing. And I really do commend the schools for the efforts uh, to do case investigation and contact tracing. I commend them for the efforts to um, encourage wearing masks. I commend them for the test to stay program. We again, testing is a very critical piece of this. It allows us to again, quickly identify cases and take steps so that the virus is not spreading. The school environment is very conducive for the spread of the virus. So you could have one or two infections uh, easily become a larger outbreak if you don't take those steps. So again, uh, to keep our schools uh, safe, to keep our children healthy and learning in the right environment, wearing masks in addition to other mitigation measures are very, very important. And we do wanna to mention too, in addition to the five to 11 year old age group now being eligible for vaccines, we recently got news that those older teens also are now eligible for their booster shots. So when should they be doing that? Um, it, it's excellent uh, move by the Food and Drug Administration, as well as the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention to quickly ensure that booster shots are available for 16 and 17 year olds. They, for those that, uh, anyway, uh, any, anybody below the age of 18 is receiving the Pfizer-BioNTech uh, vaccine. Uh, again, we are seeing uh, from data uh, and research that the booster shot does uh, increase your immune response and protect you better. 
And so the uh, prompt approval by CDC allowed us to begin to uh, offer booster shots uh, since uh, Monday, uh, the, the uh, 13th of December. So if you are 16 and 17 year old, this is your opportunity. Book an appointment, get vaccinated. We have clinics open uh, uh, throughout the week. Um, the appointment, uh, you can always go to our website to uh, book an appointment. We have an afternoon appointment if morning hours are not uh, convenient, especially during this holiday time when uh, children are not in school. We're also working with at least one school district, uh, uh, Shawnee Mission School District that is organizing several um, um, vaccination events. And so um, lots of opportunities to get uh, your booster shots. Again, keep in mind that you have other providers in, uh, providers in the county. You've got the pharmacists giving shots. You've got uh, pediatricians giving shots. You have family practice uh, uh, offices giving shots. So it's a lot different than where we were in January. A lot more providers, a lot more places for you to get vaccinated. Great. So there's plenty of vaccine to go around. So all you have to do is make an appointment. And there's lots of places where you can you can uh, make those appointments and be sure to get your first dose, your second dose, and that booster dose um, timed just right. The, the uh, provider will, of course, tell you when you're due back for your next one, I'm sure. Yes. And, and I'll tell you, Theresa, that um, the response that we're seeing, uh, people are getting their booster shots. They're coming in, they are filling up their appointments, and we're seeing the gradual increase in the numbers. Uh, and that's also true for our five to 11 year olds. Uh, 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 last time I checked, we're closer to 30% vaccination in that age group. And uh, we had uh, uh, programs of vaccination since last week, and including some by our partners where the demand has really been, been very good. So that's good to continue to see that, uh, to continue to get the vaccine into the arms of as many residents uh, as possible. And the more uh, residents we get protected, the better we are in fighting infections, the better we are in preventing more serious outcomes, and obviously, the better we are in fighting the opportunity for the, uh, for the virus to, to mutate and other variants to come, uh, to, that, that could be more dangerous. So. All right, great information. And of course, um, our listeners can get more information about COVID-19 in Johnson County by going to jococov.org forward slash coronavirus. Well, thank you again for being with us here today. And uh, we look forward to continued updates as the pandemic continues and hopefully winds down. Thanks for listening. You just heard Joko on the go. Join us next time for more Everything Johnson County. Have a topic you want to discuss? We want to hear from you. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at JocoGov. For more on this podcast, visit jocogov.org forward slash podcast. Thanks for listening.